0: the National Institutes of Health in Bethesda, Maryland, this is All About Grants.
1: Welcome to another edition of All About Grants. I'm your host, Megan Columbus, coming to you from the NIH Office of Extramural Research. Today our focus is on All About Sharing, that is, a discussion about NIH sharing policies. With us today, we have J.P. Kim, who's the director of the Division of Extramural Inventions and Technology Resources in the Office of Extramural Research. Some investigators are puzzled when we mention that the NIH has data sharing and model organism sharing policies. They just assume they've always been able to ask any investigator for animal models, reagents, and other unique research resources. J.P., can you talk to us about the purpose of the NIH sharing policies?
0: Certainly. NIH sharing policies they actually exist you know to continue to promote the sharing of research resources that are developed using NIH funds. It includes the reagents, cell lines, animal models, and other research resources. Investigators have always been able to ask any other investigator for research resources, but even when I was a cancer researcher, I was aware that not all investigators share their research resources as broadly as we had hoped
1: as Applicants are developing their applications. Is there anything investigators should consider in addressing the NIH data-sharing policy or the NIH model organism-sharing policy or other NIH-sharing policies?
0: Yes, the best way for an investigator to develop plans and such is that when developing their sharing plans, investigators, they should confer with their institution-sponsored research office regarding how these expectations should be addressed. The Institutional Office knows the NIH policies and rules that they must comply with under NIH funding, as well as their own institutions' rules and policies.
1: So when did the NIH sharing policies go into effect?
0: Well, some people believe the uh, sharing of research resources only began in 1999 with the adoption of the NIH Research Tools Policy. But you have to understand that sharing policies have been in the grants policy statement since before 1976 in one form or another, The NIH has a mission to improve public health through research, and it actually has a long-standing legislative mandate to make available to the public the results of the research activities that it supports and conducts. So sharing policies are not new and have been in place for many years.
1: What exactly do the policies address? What should be shared?
0: NIH sharing policies broadly address unique research resources that are developed with NIH funding. Different policies provide different examples, but the basic premise is the same, sharing of research resources funded by the NIH. For example, research resources can encompass both data and materials. Among these examples are data, cell lines, monoclonal antibodies, reagents, animal models, growth factors, combinatorial chemistry, and DNA libraries, clones and cloning tools, methods, laboratory equipment and machines, as well as databases, software, material subject to copyright.
1: Does this include resources for which a patent application has been submitted?
0: Actually, yes. The filing of a patent application does not exclude a research resource from being shared and being subject to NIH sharing policies.
1: So Let's discuss some specific NIH policies. We'll start with data sharing. What is the NIH data sharing policy?
0: Well, the NIH data sharing policy it came out in two thousand and three and it's a policy that expects a sharing plan uh, that uh, needs to be submitted for applications requesting five hundred thousand or more indirect costs in any given year, or statewide data sharing isn't possible. This doesn't mean that the investigators should not be sharing in other grant applications that don't you know um, get to that threshold five hundred thousand amount.
1: What types of data should be shared?
0: Some examples include recorded factual data, especially unique data such as data collected from large surveys from unique populations, under unique circumstances, and in the study of rare diseases. Of course, data from human subjects must obey privacy rules and the applicable informed consent forms. So
1: can you tell me a little bit now about the NIH model organism-sharing policy?
0: The model organism sharing policy, like the 2003 data sharing policy, expects a sharing plan in any grant application which will develop a model organism. But unlike the data sharing policy, there is no threshold budget amount.
1: What types of model organisms does a policy apply to?
0: The policy applies to non-human model organisms and related resources, and some examples include mammalian models such as mice and rats, and non-mammalian models such as yeast, fruit flies, zebrafish, and worms. Specifically excluded from the policy are human specimens or human cells.
1: What do you mean by related resources?
0: Well, in addition to knockout and transgenic animals, related resources would include, for example, genetic and phenotypic data, viral vectors, monoclonal antibodies, computer software and databases, stem cells, and any other resources that would aid in understanding biological systems.
1: So does a policy also apply then to the development of viruses, bacteria, and other organisms?
0: Well, the um, policy specifically addresses eukaryotes, so prokaryotic organisms are actually excluded.
1: Okay, so now that you've given an explanation of data-sharing policies and model-organism-sharing policies, can you talk to me more generally about what the best way... What's the best way to comply with NIH sharing policies overall?
0: The most efficient and effective way to share research resources, whether it be data, model organisms, or others, is to put them in a repository that's designed for distributing that type of resource. NIH-funded repositories are likely the best option for researchers because as NIH-funded repositories, those repositories uh, operations need to comply with NIH sharing policies as a term condition of their grant.
1: Thank you for joining us today, JP. For NIH and OER, this is Megan Columbus.
0: For more information or NIH data sharing policies, visit sharing.nih.gov or contact us at sharing at NIH.gov.